All right, all right, we're here. Why do you always have? Why do you have a cheesy uh, smile on right now? I always have a cheesy smile. This is the first one, huh? First, that was that was smooth. first part. That it music? was smooth, right? I like that. It was cool because I found it on um, Spotify has Spotify has this copyright free music. So I was looking through a lot of lot of music. So I got a I got a few of them, but I knew this one particular song was like this is it. This is it for our show. Yeah, yeah. Because it's if you get into the lyrics a little more, um, is it still playing? No, it's not playing. No. Let's see. It's Panther on the chase. That sent you on the taste. Pheromones all over the place. Got you hot. Look at your face. Know what you're wearing So it's called Man Funk. And we get to all in the chorus and stuff. So it's it's a pretty cool song. Yeah. So I figured it'd be the the one. I like but, it. This is uh yeah. Cheers, bitch. Cheers, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god, this shot's gonna do it. Ah. Jack Daniels single barrel select, huh? I don't know. A, <sighs> I got it as a gift, I mm. think. Or no, no, I bought this at Christmas time like a year and a half ago, two years mm. ago, whatever it was. Um, I don't know. I want a bourbon. I like I like to drink bourbon sometimes. Uh, I'm not really a whiskey person, but uh, one time a friend brought over. <clears throat> have you heard of Screwball? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Screwball is a peanut butter whiskey. Okay. And I told him I am not a whiskey person. He's like, just try this. So I took a shot and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I can do this. It so it tastes like peanut butter, but then someone said that it tastes like um more like caramel okay. so when he said it was tastes like caramel then i guess it just triggered something in my mind to where it started tasting like caramel to me either way it was delicious and i drank it but i don't drink it anymore mm-hmm. and here's why okay <laughs> so i was really getting into this um this screwball bourbon and uh we took the girls up to snowball up in flagstaff for it was for Scarlett's birthday back in December. Okay. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm gonna take this this handle of screwball up north. Cause um Brenda's sister went, you know, we were just hanging out the night before we were all supposed to go up to snowball and do some uh snowboarding, skiing and all that. And then uh so the night before we're at her sister's Airbnb and we're just hanging out playing cards. I brought over the handle. And I started drinking it, and one drink turned into another, and turned another. And you know, when you get loose, mm-hmm. you don't really taste the alcohol anymore. Yeah. It's just a delicious drink you're drinking. Yeah, you're just in a in a groove. Yeah, I was in a big groove, and I almost drank half the hand. No, no, I drank almost the handle till it was gone. The whole handle. The whole handle, which was insane. <laughs> so. By that time we left, I could barely walk. Uh, Brenda's sister's husband, my sister-in-law's husband, had to like not walk me out, but just make sure I didn't fall on my face. <laughs> but I was, I was pretty good. And I guess that when that fresh air hit me, it hit me even harder. So when I got in the car, I kind of blacked out. Don't know what happened for the rest of the night. Huh. So ever since then, I haven't touched. <laughs> I haven't touched That's it. That's probably a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So I just stick to my vodka and whiskey now. But yeah, that was pretty good. It wasn't too too bad, but 
I think I'm gonna stay away from whiskey for a while. Yeah, yeah. And stick okay. to my stick to my uh, vodka sprite. I don't I don't really drink very much, so for me to get whiskey out and drink it, I, I figured we wanted to be a little bit loose for this. Well, it's the That'd first be, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we won't even put this out there. It's just the first one. We're just going to hang out and talk and see where it leads to. We got, we got to put it all out there. What are you talking about? You want to put it all out there? Why not? Why wouldn't we? Because oh. it's the first time doing it. We haven't even studied anything. Nothing. What do we need to study? Like, I don't know. Do we, we need to be scientists before we can do a podcast? No. It's just we should actually know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're just a couple of guys who got together and said, hey, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we don't need that. We'll be fine. Yeah. So anyways, if you're listening to this, my name's Jesse. We and this is Josh. Josh. We're not gonna give you out our last Josh. names because fuck you, that's why. Joshua. Joshua. What do I need to be? Should I be an acronym, J D? Ooh, J D. J D. J D sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we could use my middle name, J L. What's the L stand JL. for? Lee. Lee. Super creative. No. The most, no, cre- the most creative. J- yeah, let's go JD. <laughs> Sounds cool. The people are like, Jack Daniels? No. Josh. No. Yeah. Josh something something. <laughs> I was going to push the bleep button, but I added a set of uh, different sound effects of these pads okay. on my unit. So, so, for everybody out there, we just decided to do a podcast, and we have no clue what we're doing, so I just... Went on YouTube and bought all the equipment. Well, I didn't buy the equipment. I went on YouTube and did a bunch of fucking research on what equipment should buy to get a podcast started. Now, because my wife talks shit and she made total fucking sense <laughs> on how I spend money. She doesn't tell me how to spend my money. She's just like, really? You're going to put all your money into it? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this different. I'll get what's good for now, but not the best. Because usually I'll just go out and buy the best. I have the same problem. Yeah. God complex. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why I have the money? Might as well fucking get the best of everything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Take out a yeah. loan. It'll be fun. And then, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't want to take out a loan. I'll pay cash for everything. <laughs> right. But yeah, all my hobbies have been fucking expensive. And a lot of them I don't do anymore. So I decided, hey. Just get something good that works good for now. So, you know, these aren't the best microphones, but they sound good. These aren't the best headphones, but they sound good. So it'll get us to where we need to be. So I told her if we keep doing this after a year, then I'm going to upgrade the fuck out of everything. Yeah. And we're going to do video. Oh, I already got the camera. Mm -hmm. I didn't set it up. We need lights. We need the whole whole get up. It's going to be background backdrop. Yeah. Uh, soundproof room, which uh, maybe October, maybe October. Maybe. That's when I get my new house and I get a I get a man cave, which I'm just going to turn into a podcast slash gaming room. Anyways, you're going to be busy. slash slash October. jerk off room, <laughs> dude. You you can't buy a dark couch for that. You know what I mean? I'm not buying any couches. He's going to be standing up in a corner just, just masturbating. Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> it's like Poltergeist, bro. Like. <laughs> just right in the corner. Just sad as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife's going to be like, what the fuck? 
fuck are you doing? I told you not to come here when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> Why is the vacuum been running for 30 minutes? Leave me alone. It's a garage. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Ooh. He's got the buttons all set up. Oh, I got them all it's set like up. The corny radio show. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. That's how you start off. All right. That's fair. Having fun. That's fair. I like it. Yeah. So I've got some things here. To where if we need them, make it sound corny, foolish. It's all here. I like it. This is all news to me. I haven't, because you, you literally just showed up to my house with a bunch of equipment I've never seen before. Right. And we're just sat in my backyard. Sat in your backyard. And just. It's actually pretty quiet. I'm, I'm not getting anything picking up in the background. So. It's great out here. I must be doing something right. It's amazing. It's so quiet here. Well, I played with this board for, I don't know how long to actually get the levels right and make sure everything sounds good so yeah uh yeah but here we are in your backyard mm-hmm. oof but you're lucky why it just got mowed it wasn't mowed our grass I'm is just coming happy back dogs anymore it doesn't smell like shit like my backyard oh my god man you gotta pick <laughs> shit up every day when you have dogs i don't have to pick shit up my daughter does oh <laughs> so i like have it. kids for yeah yeah you want they fuel in your car they don't don't <laughs> there's yeah, a shit in the backyard reals. yeah Get your 17-year-old ass out there and pick up that dog shit. <laughs> That's right. Or else you can't go out. I don't have that kind of... Well, I, I do, but she's a good kid, so I don't use it on her. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 17 years old, man. You know, it's life learning. These are when they're learning their life lessons, I guess. You think so? <sighs> what do you think? In their 20s? You don't think they learn it from like Moana when they're six? <laughs> Fuck no. they don't learn shit they just see pretty colors and they're like oh this is cool <laughs> yeah that's what my two-year-old's doing right now yeah. so yeah all she sees is pretty colors she don't know what the hell's going on yeah so all right that's that's our daughter too man she's the same way two years old mm-hmm. he's just picking up on everything bro she says a lot of words that say like curse words that sound like curse words rather yeah uh the other day she was saying fox Mm. And we didn't know what she was saying. She was just running around saying fuck, f- but she wasn't saying so the X. Saying, fuck. She was saying fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> over and over, you're running around the house <laughs> screaming fuck. And we didn't know what she was talking about. Mm. So, yeah, they pick up on everything, man. Yeah. Rowan's picking up on, oh shit. Oof. Yeah, it's, uh, so I tried to say, oh darn. Okay. So, so you're changing your behavior. I'm changing, no, my foul language into, PG kid friendly language. Mm. So I'll just, you know, I'll just say, oh darn. She's like, oh darn. <laughs> so I'm tr- I'm trying, man. I don't want her w- going around to her babysitters and just being like, oh shit. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's it's impossible though, because I, so I have a real problem with cursing. Bad. Real bad. Oh, well, we're, we're middle aged men. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I cuss at everything. You say fuck all the time. And, so recently, Adam has been questioning my the way I talk. Oh, or an eight year old, mm. and uh, yeah, man, it gets it gets pretty ugly sometimes. Because when I get frustrated, I I curse like a sailor, man. And Patty does because she was a sailor. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, thank we you for up. your service, Patty. <laughs> yes, thank you for your service. Um, but yeah, man, it gets it gets pretty bad sometimes with these kids. Yeah. These kids will learn everything and they'll even learn your mannerisms too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like your hand gestures. So like I'll just like use my hand a lot. Like, hey, come here. She does it now too. Yeah. So yeah, she picks up a lot. But they're fun. They're fun mim- mimicking your every movement. I love it. Amen. Yeah. So I guess is this the part where we should tell a little bit about ourselves? Oh no. So Not people this. can get to know us. Is this like group air therapy? quotes? Mm. I don't know. Just a simple like, hey, this is who we are. Mm. Like it or not. My name's it. Josh and I'm an alcoholic. You're not an alcoholic. I'm not at all. No. I'm not either, but I like to drink, but I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I get I could drink a handle of fucking whiskey, which I'm not fucking proud of. It's just you're proud of it because you no, told the story. I I told the story because it was like a fucking life lesson. Like, don't do that stupid shit again. By the way, I woke up with a mean hangover the, the next day. So, yeah, I, I wasn't too happy. I didn't get to go snowboarding. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Are you much of a snowboarder, though? Like, is it your I've jam? Never, I've never even done it. Never done that it? That was my second time up in the snow. Bro, you want to hear a story? Yes. So, me. when I was, I was probably 11 or 12. We lived in Montana. We moved around a little bit when I was young. And at the time, we lived in Montana for like four years. This is before high school, obviously. And I decided I wanted to go snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And we were going with this group of people. And we spent the whole day snowboarding, right? And it was a good time. We had a great time. I mean, I only like, I only caught the edge like I think once or twice and fell forward <coughs> down the mountain. So yeah. that was good. Mm-hmm. Um but we had a, we had an awesome time. The next day, right? We get done. Go. I'm, I stay the night at my buddy's house. The next day, I woke up. I couldn't move. My body was <laughs> so sore, like unbelievably sore, dude. So bad. Like I, I, I'm telling you, when I rolled out of bed, I couldn't hardly stand up because I was my whole entire body. I'd never had a workout like that before in my life. It was the last time I ever went snowboarding. Just because you were afraid of a little workout. No, I mean I was young. <laughs> I didn't have any money. What are you? Who oh am I yeah, yeah. You know, so but it was it was fun. We had a good time. Oh, I bet it's fun. Yeah, yeah. When Scarlett did, it, you know, she did it for like like half the day, like six hours. But the next day, she was like, "I can't walk." Yeah, yeah, dude. It's a it's a it's workout and a up half. Up and down your legs. Yeah, she just couldn't walk, and I'm like, "Jeff, fun?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I had a lot of fun." <laughs> So at least it's a good thing you had fun. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Let's uh, tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, you, got, you got some stuff going on in your life. Uh, well, how about a full history? No, from no. like when you were a kid. A kid. Yeah, like start with like a kid, like your basic upbringing. Oh my god, we, 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 we could get up, so deep. I grew up in a middle class home, and it was cool. Like I have so my childhood wasn't exciting, and it wasn't like depressing. It was just. I grew up, <laughs> I got tired of L.A., and I moved out here. Moved out here to Arizona. This is such a good story. We should make a movie out of this. Yeah. Me just bored, boring inside <laughs> my house, just drawing all day because I didn't want to go to parties and shit. It's just a bad neighborhood where I grew up. Well, it wasn't bad. It was just, you know, like, I'm not going to put myself in that position to get in those type of situations. So I decided to stay in my room, watch TGIF. Okay. Remember TGIF? Yeah, yeah I like that. Mm. Dude, I, I loved that. it. I loved it. Growing up as a teenager watching TGIF, that was like the perfect age for me because it was step. Um, was it step by step? It mm-hmm. was um, Boy Meets World, Family Matters, Family Matters. Yep. Mm-hmm. First crush was Topanga from 
Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Most most guys my age. So that's what I did on my Friday nights. Just hang out at home. That's fair. Are we picking up that? Probably. Probably. It's Man, pretty we got loud. Jets flying over the town. Yeah. This is this is a perk of living in this neighborhood, by the way. Yeah. Jets. All oh, the time. Yeah, well, at least we get to see jets. Yeah. Yeah. They have, like they I'd rather jets than fucking the ghetto bird. Yeah, that's Spot, true. Spotting that the sh- <laughs> doing a spotlight over my house. <laughs> yeah, that's how sure. it was back in my old neighborhood where yeah. I lived. And I was like, dude, I'm tired of this shit. I need to move out. So came out here to Arizona. Uh, loved it ever since. I'm a tattoo artist out in Knucklehead Tattoo in Glendale. And uh, been here for seven years and loved it. So that's my story. What's your story? No. Oh. How far you want to go, Jesse? Just, just, dude. How much time we got? We got another. I don't know. How do you want to go? Do you want to go a half hour or do you want to go a full hour? Let's just go as long as we want to go. We can go. We got we to we we put a time limit on this shit? Well, if we're going to put it out there, we want people to actually want to listen and Bro, listen to the whole thing. I got a lot to say, you know? That's why I decided. To well, do you don't this. want to put it all on the, the first podcast. Yeah, maybe. I mean. No, you don't. You yeah. want to. You want to keep the people listening to this to want to come back and listen to it again so do you think people are hanging on for my life story no no <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not no they're definitely not. not no that's why i just kept it simple with mine it was, it was boring yeah that's what it was i'll give you the highlights highlights born in texas you were born in texas mm-hmm. no shit I, I, lived there. I thought you were born in Iowa. I lived there for the first six months of my life. Ah. So I was born in Texas, moved to Iowa when I was six months old. Um, bounced around a little bit, moved to, like I said, Montana, mm-hmm. lived in Indiana for a summer. Um, bounced around a little bit. Did you live in Indiana for a summer because you were that bad kid that your mom had to ship you off? No. No? No. Okay. I was actually a pretty good kid for the most part, outside of... Oh, high school. You know, you so, know how high school goes. So why Indiana for a summer? Yeah, stay with my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so your parents are separated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I was young. That's why we moved out of Texas back to Iowa. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man. So I went to Montana for four years. Got to learn a lot about being outside. That, hmm. that was pretty cool. The most fighting I've ever seen in my life was in Montana. Really? I've seen a lot of fighting. Well, there's nothing else out there to do. Do you guys take cow tip out there? Oh my god! Was there cow tippy? We did some pretty <laughs> nefarious cow- stuff. Though, it was man. fighting and cow tippy. Take your pick, uh, uh, bro. <laughs> we did. I got in more trouble in Montana in four years than I got for in my cow tippy or for fighting. I just. I wish it was cow tippy. <laughs> cow tippy is so much cooler. Why? Montana seems like a pretty chill state. Why would anybody want to fight? It's not chill, bro. It is no? not chill at all. It's the most uptight, like crazy people. Uptight, dude. It's wild. It is Isn't the wild Montana, west like, over there. Beautiful scenery and it's lakes beautiful. and it's beautiful. Open fields of heroin. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You watch too much Ozark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. But no, seriously, like Montana. For whatever reason, people like the. So I went to middle school there, and I only went there for one or two years. And to, bro, the first thing that had the first day. I went to school at this middle school. I had this gang of kids walk up to me, right? There's like 10 of them. 
and they're they're these little like gangster Dude, kids, prison style, like county. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Wow. They walk up and they're like, you know, what, what's your story, whatever, you know. And they're like, they're like, they're, they're questioning me, and I'm like, Dude, I'm like fucking ten years old, you know, eleven years old, whatever. Uh, uh, I'm new here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was in sixth grade, so, and uh, this kid, I'll, I'll never forget this kid. His name was Dale. And Dale. Dale was like the nicest kid. Fuck right? you, Dale. No, yeah. <laughs> no, you, D- Dale stood up for me, right? I was a pretty okay. timid kid in, in middle school. I wasn't I wasn't much of a, a scrapper, right? Okay. So these these guys walk up to me. They start questioning me, doing all this shit. And Dale had already walked up to me and was like talking to me. It was super nice. Um, Did he say this? Did he say this? Who is your daddy and what does he do? No, no, no. He was, <laughs> but, but definitely borderline gay. Like okay. this dude was borderline gay. So... He, <laughs> so this kid, he's like, he's being super cool. And these guys, they walk up and they're being dicks to me, whatever, right? And Dale, I'll never forget it. The kids walked away and one of the kids said, the the, the middle school is called Radley. And he goes, welcome to Radley. What the and, fuck? And these kids walk away, right? It's like a movie scene. So in Dale, hilarious. In this little like half like kid gay voice that he had, he goes, real mature guys, real mature <laughs> <laughs> he has a little gay boy stick up for you oh bro it's so funny i didn't know what was going on did man. you buy him ice cream after that you should have i should have no i didn't buy dale ice cream but it's opportunity those there. that so that group of kids i saw that group of kids do shit to ki- other kids that i was like we're all gonna go to prison like no they're gonna shit. oh yeah man like they would jump kids like kick them and they so would, you you know like you didn't do it county style where you just go up to the biggest one and make your mark right there and nah, just fight man, them why not no. why would i do that you have to i was like 11 years old what are you talking about it sounds like it was a real dangerous place where you should have done that it was a dangerous place there's a lot of fighting <laughs> montana there. yeah wow. montana of all places um so yeah lived in montana for a little bit uh that school got a little crazy we started getting in trouble with some of the kids so left Who's that we? school my brother and i oh so my mom took us out and she started homeschooling us. To get Your us brother is also a JD. Oh my God, he is a JD. Yeah, JD number two. My brother was not the kid to mess with. Really? So you want the kid who like walks up to the biggest kid in the schoolyard and punches that was, him? That, that was JD that number was, two? That was my brother. JD yeah. two? JD, well, he was JD one. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, older, he's older. He's older. But yeah. yeah I've heard I've heard little few stories about that guy. Dude, he's uh, he's he's on some shit. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, no, no, he's he's not a bad person. Like, no, he's a great no, definitely person. not. No, he's definitely a great person. Actually, I actually talked, I actually talked to your brother more than I talked to you. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it's only because we game on yeah. PlayStation like a bunch of fucking nerds. So, so oh yeah, I talk to him almost every day. My whole life, my brother's been cooler than me, and that's just what it is. Nah, and that's fine. Well, not anymore. I no. think you're cooler than your brother. Nah, he's cooler than I am. You think you could beat up your brother now that you oh, know shut the jiu-jitsu? Fuck up. We ain't talking about this right now. No, no, seriously. Do you think you could beat up your brother now that you know jujitsu? We're not talking about this. Okay. We're that, not talking about this. I don't, yes. I, don't like this. The, yeah. I don't like this conversation. <laughs> this is something that comes up. Okay, we're, so, kidding, we're kidding, JD1. So, we love so, you. So everybody knows I've been training in not the various martial arts. Since I was 16. Well, maybe the people, people listening to this because it's only going to be friends and family. But okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So I've been training in uh, different various martial arts. Um, I started when I was 16 with Kung Fu. 
Stupid idea. Don't ever do Kung Did you Fu. ever think you were a Power Ranger after oh, the first I, class? I dude, here's the thing. Is so I thought I was learning some shit, right? Mm-hmm. You're at a Kung Fu school. This is like the height of Jet Li and Jackie Chan movies when they were bringing them over to the U.S., you know? And yeah. like doing their own stunts and doing all this crazy Brandon shit. Brandon Lee? Oh, yeah. Well, this is after Brandon Lee. After Brandon oh, R.I.P. But, yeah, rip. <laughs> rip, bro. Um, but anyway, so... <laughs> I Rest started, in Pussy King. I trained Kung Fu... <laughs> For like two years, right? Okay. And one day we're hanging out, and there used to be like this loop, this avenue, right? We're hanging on out on the loop, and these kid, these guys drive by, and they're hanging out their window and they're screaming at yeah. us, right? So naturally, somebody, one of our people, yell back at them, right? So these guys stop, get out of the car, come running up to us, whatever, start a fight. Yeah. And this dude walks up to me, and this is the honest god truth of it. I was eighteen years old. I didn't know what to do. The, the dude started pushing me, and it's not like I hadn't been in fights before, but this dude's like pushing me, and I like had no retaliation for it. I was so stuck, <laughs> like thinking about like what do I do that I didn't do anything. I didn't even react to it. I was just like, he, the dude was like pushing me, and he was like holding my shirt and like, like shoving me around. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I didn't know what to do. So the, the next day after this happens, the dude didn't beat me up or anything. He just kept pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. And then eventually they all left. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just whatever. I kept telling the dude, you know, stop pushing me, whatever. Right. Stop I, it. I, dude, I was a bitch about it for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. You got five dudes around you. Of course. Well, I mean, there was like, you know, five of us too, you know, so it wasn't like. Wow. You really pushed out on that Oh, one. bro. I was such a bitch. <laughs> so, so, um, so I asked, I asked my instructor, right? We called him Shifu. 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 All right. So I asked my instructor, I'm like, hey, like this happened. I didn't feel like, I felt like I didn't know any more about fighting. I've been doing this for like two years and I don't know anything about what to do. And the guy, this is what he tells me. He says, look, he said, if you want to learn how to actually fight with this stuff, he said, you got to go through our black belt program. Once you go through our black belt program, we do camps once a year and we teach you how to fight. That's what he says. I'm like, let me guess your black belt program was... (laughs) Fifty nine ninety five a week, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, learn some real shit. So, so I start doing this like this black belt program, and the guy who got me into kung fu, his name was Brian. Brian, he started training with these MMA guys in town, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, he came into class one day, like to just take a class," and I was in there, and he's like, "Hey, I'm training with these guys. They all fight in cages. Oh shit! They really know how to fight. This is two thousand and one." Okay. They really know how to fight. All these guys are professional fighters. Come train with us. Come check it out. Because he knew, he found out about what happened. What had happened. Okay. So he's like, come train with us. So I said, okay. So they were training at a at a college wrestling room. And for whatever reason, this college was letting these guys beat the fuck out of each other every day in this wrestling room. Yes. So I show up to the wrestling room. Scared as shit. Did you show up in your gi? Bro, I didn't show up in a gi. You know, I showed up. I showed up no shit in sweatpants and a t-shirt. Okay. And you're already winning. I still, dude. I still remember the sweatpants. Bro. <laughs> they were they were martial arts sweatpants. They weren't normal ones you buy at Walmart. Oh right? my god! <laughs> like I bought them on a website. So I show up, and this dude is in there, and this guy, his name is Nate. Okay. He's a super cool guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know anything about anybody in there, but I knew Nate was a fighter, and Nate looked like a fighter. Nate also looked like Shrek. Oh, shit. Okay, so think of a human, right? Or a think of Shrek. Shrek. Okay, think of Shrek, right? Yeah. But color his skin like... Big green man. Like brown, okay. right? Because he was like half black, half native. 
And Nate, look, I mean, he's got the cauliflower ears, so his mm. ears stuck out. He has no neck. So he was legit. He has no neck. I'm when I say no neck, literally his fucking <laughs> his chin shoulders chin start chin. at his jaw, no. bro. He has no neck, right? Built just like I mean, like not in real good shape, round guy, but you know, New still fit fight. fit enough, you yeah. know, whatever. Dude was dude was a stud. I learned a lot about. Him. He's like. I'd watch him roll with this dude who was like 280 pounds, and he was like tapping him out over and over again. This guy's name was Brandon. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so um, I'm going to like just sit on the wall. Like That's what I'm thinking. And Nate's like, hey. He's like, he's like come roll with me. He was doing training jujitsu is what he was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. Like, I'm okay. You know, I was I was like really nervous. And he goes, he goes I can tell you're nervous, too. He's like, come over here, roll with me. He said, I won't use my hands. I'm not going to hurt you. He said, come check it out and see if you like it. And he, he convinced me of it. So I go on, I roll with him. I roll with him for 30 seconds. He did not use his hands. He triangled me. Wow. Triangle choked me in 30 seconds. And I was like, I got to learn this. Because I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought yeah, I had getting, some idea. Getting triangled without, with no hands, just yeah. legs only? Yeah. Yeah, he knew his shit. He was a stud. Dude, well, he was really good. And you didn't know anything, so... It was probably that. easier there for that. that. There was that. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's what that's what got me into 2001. That's that's when all that happened. And that kind of sent me down the road of like training in different places. And now I'm not doing any of it anymore other than jujitsu. Other than jujitsu, excuse me. <clears throat> you don't want to fight no more because uh, it just hurt your body or what? Um, I don't. I had this conversation yesterday with somebody. Mm. I, no. Yeah, it was yesterday. Rachel. Yeah. Um, this is a girl who, who trained on with a fight team or trained on a fight team that I also trained with at the MMA lab. And, uh, we were talking about personality types and there's, there's different people out there, right? There's people, I, I explained it this way. There's people with a wall and people who don't have a wall, right? So it's people who, when they hit the wall, they have this thing in their mind where they're like, I'll quit. I'll, right. I want to stop. Right. Yeah, I'm done. And there's people who don't have that wall. You know, one of our training partners, Benson Henderson, does not have a wall. That man will fight till he dies. That's just how he is. Um, I'm not like that. I'm not <laughs> you, like that. You, did you find your wall? Oh, I have a wall. Yeah, and you can <laughs> like. Here's the thing: you can move it, right? Like yeah. you, you find your you find your your limit, and it, as long as you're finding your limit on a regular basis, you can push it back so it becomes further and further away. And hopefully, you can push it back far enough that nobody's ever going to push you that far. And that's what training is for, right? Like, like that's the the depth of training that you should be getting yourself into if you're going to be fighting, right? Um, yeah, but I had a wall, man. I knew I had a wall, and as I was getting older, you know, <laughs> I, your body breaks down. It's not as easy as it used to be, and I, I knew that I wasn't going to make a career out of it. So, you know, you yeah, on. you have to be a special person to make a career out of it. It's yeah. either fighting and nothing else, and that's what you're going to do. Yeah. That's exactly it. Well, it's a good thing you didn't do it because you probably saved yourself. Oh, bro, I forget everything. <laughs> I for sure got CT. For sure. <laughs> I've been punched a lot. How many times do you say you got hit in the head? Hit in the head? Mm-hmm. I did, you can't count that. There's no way. Oh, so. 10,000 times? I mean, I don't know. A lot. You, know, you Think about this. You do a round, right? Even just training. Do a round, you throw 100 punches, mm-hmm. right? Let's say 25% of them land. 25 punches per round. But you're doing that every day. Yeah, fuck that. At what point? does like, That shit adds up quick. <laughs> right? 
Does that make you get like constant headaches? I never really had like a lot of that. Mm. I don't know. I was, I was pretty, I tried to stay more. It's going to sound like a dick thing to say, but I tried to be a little bit more cerebral about my training. Mm. I didn't want to be stupid. Right. So, um, so I tried to not spar hard. I don't like sparring hard. It, it, to me, there's a time for it. Like if you're in camp, you should for sure spar hard a couple times, you know, knock the dust off that kind of thing. But sparring isn't about winning. Sparring is about timing. Sparring is about skill building. And, uh, I try to approach it that way. But nice. I, I wasn't very good. I'll just put that out there. I was fucking terrible. It's fine. I was a punch well, at least bag. you knew your limit. You weren't that guy like, I know I suck, but I'm still going to go out there yeah. and get my ass kicked. I, I was a punching bag most of the time. Oh, yeah. Bro, I sparred with, uh, here's a story for you. I sparred with Scott Holtzman. He's currently in the UFC. He's in the UFC at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why that day I just wanted to hit him harder than I, than I would normally do. And you think I, it was a mistake? Oh, it was a mistake for sure. So I hit him, right? Mm-hmm. And I clipped him and I hit him pretty good. I know I hit him pretty good. And then, you know, he fights. He's a competitor. That's what he does for a Did living. Did he give you that look? He didn't give me any look. Oh. He just fucking beat the shit out of me. He beat the shit out of me for like four minutes. Wow, no straight. warning. Like, no, it, I mean, it, it ramps up quick. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you know when it ramps up, right? So mm-hmm. I'm fighting back. And I wasn't, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I can defend myself. I can fucking fight, right? But, um, Scott is a, he's on another level, bro. He fucking cornered me. This is no shit. He gets me in a corner and he didn't let me out of the corner. He just fucking trapped me there and just wailed on me. Just fucking hit me, bro. And I was swinging back and I was trying to hit him too. And I was laying in a couple shots here and there, man. But the amount of fucking punches he hit me with punches and kicks he mm-hmm. hit me with. Oh my God. Was that the time where you're like, there, here's my wall. That's it. No, I was still I, in that scenario. I was still fighting back. Well, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, and I didn't like not want to be there. I wanted to try to fight back because I knew it was happening. Right. He was right. obviously way better than I was. He was beating the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Like whatever it is, what it is, you know? Um, but yeah, man, it was like, we got, as soon as the round ended, I was standing on the wall and he looks at me, he goes, are you all right? Uh, and I was, I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Bro. I was, yeah, I was uh-huh. like, Jesus Christ, man. Like that was fucking <laughs> awesome. You know, I told him, I was like, that was fucking awesome. Cause I couldn't do anything, man. He was trapping me. His striking is, he's got a lot, you know, he's better at trapping and footwork and doing all that shit, man. He, it was awesome. Well, he's a fucking savage. First of all, he is a savage. Yeah, Super he, cool guy. Yeah. But you One of the coolest guy. You don't just do that with a UFC fighter. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. How do you get better? You train, then you spar with the UFC no, fighter. Bro. The only way you get on their level is by sparring those people. Fuck that. That's the only way. <laughs> no, I never. lost a hundred percent of those, like that sparring with anybody who's at a high level. I lost a hundred percent of those matches, but or those rounds, I should say. But, yeah, there's some some good dudes there, man. Yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, Josh and I met at the MMA lab. Back when it was in Peoria, the OG location. Oh, that was Glendale. Glendale. Actually is that Glendale? Glendale? Yeah, is that considered Glendale? Glendale? Glendale right there. It's yeah. so fucking close, man. Who knows? Yeah, it's right on the border. It's, yeah. So it was on 75th and Bell. We met there, and that's where we became friends. This is in Phoenix, by the way, if anybody's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. So Glendale is like 20 minutes from downtown Phoenix. 
And then Peoria is like right there next to it. But so Phoenix area. But yeah, that's where we met. We met the old lab, the first one when it was on Bell and 75th. And that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, Rolling. I still remember the first time I saw you in the gym. Just, just you're, you're not a small guy. You're covered disgusting. in tattoos. What does that mean? And I was like, this dude (laughs) looks like he's been in some shit. Like, this dude looks like he's a scrapper, bro. And then I rolled with you, and you were at that time, you were so out of shape. I'm still out of shape. What the fuck? But you you can roll now, because you're blue belt. I know something. You know jujitsu now. You can fight back. I know how. I do know how to defend myself. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'll, I'll, but, I'll never forget the day, the first time I saw you. I was like, "Damn, that's a big looking fucking." He's been in some dude, shit, man. That guy's been in some shit. Just so you know, and it's funny because I was discussing this with your brother. I've never hit anybody in my life. You've never been in a fight. Never been in a fight. Have you ever been on like the receiving end of a beating? No, never. Mm-mm. So you just what do you wait by who? Do? I don't just I don't fucking anybody. My you mom hit terrible me. Neighbor, neighborhood, right? My mom hit me. Oh my god. <laughs> This is not a psychology <laughs> session, Jesse. <laughs> My mom hit me. Oh. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> no, dude, but I never been in a fight. Like, I don't I don't know what it was. Like, I was just that type where it's like I just wanted to be cool with everybody. So I didn't want to start shit. You know, most of the time I kept my mouth shut in school. I was just that kid that just kind of was under the radar of everything. I knew what was going on, but and I knew a lot of people, but I was never like the friend oh that's my homie right there mm-hmm. like i was like that's jesse that's a cool motherfucker mm-hmm. just you know he doesn't get involved in anything he's cool he just flies under the radar for the most part so and maybe because i maybe was a bigger kid so no one wanted to do that but who knows but i just never got in a fight just never never put myself in that situation so do you not do you not get angry at people? Like uh, do you road rage? No. Throw that out there. I do. Okay. I do road rage, but do I don't do anything it? about it. no. So I'm just in my car like, you motherfucker. Move your fucking car. Why are you cutting me off? Look at this piece of shit just speeding by, not mm-hmm. giving a fuck. But I used to be that piece of shit speeding okay. by at twenty you know, twenty years old. Mm-hmm. You know, just being an idiot. So I get it, whatever, but no man, just never been aggressive towards anybody. I think that's why I lost all my matches in, in fucking tournament. <laughs> I'm just not the aggressive type. I'll go there to have fun, but I've never been aggressive. You, I, I think I was that the only time you could beat it. Was that tournament that I was at? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, were you white belt or blue belt? I was white. You're white belt, but everybody you was like, some, you did some shit in that tournament though, didn't? I didn't do anything. No, Mm-mm. I thought you did. Mm, I was there to have fun, man. I like, I have nothing to prove. To you got, anybody you got points myself. on the board for sure, didn't you? Mm, I don't know. I don't yeah. remember the matches. It's been a long time ago. I, yeah, it was a very long time ago. Yeah. But I went there to have a good time. And I think the reason why I lost, because I was not aggressive okay. at all. Yeah. So if I was, maybe I would have won. Sure. But I just went there to have a good time and hang out with my friends. <laughs> Mostly. I think I still got a medal. Yeah, so that's cool. That dude, I, I remember the really big guy you went against the the super tall guy. The tall guy, that guy was big. Yeah, he armbarred me. He was a big boy. Yeah, he was like six five. Yeah, he was fucking tall. Huge. And that's how he got me in an armbar. He fucking 
yeah, he just threw his legs up over my shoulder and I was standing and he just kind of put his hips up on my elbow and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not trying to fucking kill myself for this shit. Give me my brown medal. <laughs> my bronze medal. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a bronze. Screw I don't it. give a fuck. I got my reward. And the other guy was bigger than me. He was like, he was stockier. I would say he was like, he wasn't fat. He yeah. was just stockier than I was. Yeah. So when he got in side control, he just put all his weight on top and I couldn't do right. shit. So I was trying, but, you know, just when you're, I wasn't aggressive any of the match. So yeah. I just didn't even try. That's <laughs> probably what it was. I competed at ultra heavy one time. Mm, how'd that go? When I was a white belt. Mm. And this guy, it was like the finals or whatever, right? This guy, he's 300 pounds. Mm. For sure. He weighed in 300 pounds. Um, brick of a man. Huge. I bet you he smelled so he was good. He was probably your height. He was probably 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that. And he... uh the dude, I had just come off of a match where I armbarred a kid, and this dude, I, I didn't get a break. They just called my name. So as soon as I get done with that match, they call my name to go Again? to the Again? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got to go. I wasn't in good shape. I wasn't at the top of that weight class by any stretch. I was. I weighed in at 230 pounds with my gi. So I should have been at fighting at like 221, right? Um, I was just lazy. Didn't, didn't care. <laughs> Whatever. So this dude grabs a hold of me and he's strong as shit. Yeah. And I was exhausted. So and we grip fight for like two minutes. And this dude like drops Sayonagi's me. So Sayonagi, if you don't know what it is, it is a a throw where somebody picks you up with your arm. They get underneath your armpit with their shoulder and they pick you up like a sack of potatoes. Like think of Santa Claus carrying a oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a sack of presents, right? Okay. And threw me over his shoulder. Right? Passes. Immediately, he's already passed happy, my guard. Like, oh, this is happening. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's already passed my guard at this point, right? And he mounts me, sits on top of me. And I can't move him because he's 300 fucking pounds. 300 pounds, And yeah. I was just a fat 230. And this dude rode me out. At one point, he got my arms pinned completely straight above my head. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't move my arms. And I was trying to move. And he just sat there on top of me. He didn't move. He just pin my arms to like to the side of my head straight up above my head and just sat there so he just won just by advantage just by sitting much. on top of me yeah. that's bullshit yeah he got the takedown points and the mount points oh yeah bro do you think that's fair in tournaments what do you mean to just fucking mount somebody and just not move not try to do anything well they penalize you for it oh now they do yeah they'll penalize you now depending Good. on the tournament i suppose but mm -hmm. i i think the days of of that type of shit are gone because people would do that. They would just get up on points and then they would just sit there. That happened. They used to happen a lot, man. Oh, what was that? I don't know. Some fucking thing flew in my face. <laughs> I saw it. Well, we're outside. Yeah. Enjoying the night sky. And the fucking spider jets passing by. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's some UFO activity out here. Dude, there's always UFOs in Arizona, isn't there? Yeah. Not in this area. No? What about the Phoenix Lights? Remember that? Fuck the Phoenix Lights. What was that? What do you think it was? Oh, dude, there was drones. There was drones? Straight up drones. You think so? I believe it. Those are pretty bright drones. Why would they have big bright lights on them? Drones. So if you look at drones now compared to back in the day, mm -hmm. you would be like, all right, for sure, that's a drone. Because they move so slow. Mm -hmm. It was 96. And we didn't know about drones until what? 
2010. So they obviously they have technology way advanced more than we have it now. Mm-hmm. So fuck, dude, it was totally drones. You think it was drones? How, how slow sure they moved, and they say people saw them. They were like up in the mountains. They saw it was like big as fucking like three football fields, but I don't fucking believe it. Mm-hmm. Just the way they moved and maneuvered. It was super slow, super organized. So definitely drones. Definitely drones. Dude, I like the whole UFO shit. I don't know if I believe it anymore. I think it's just fucking advanced technology. You don't believe in UFOs. Mm-mm. You don't think there's other creatures do I from think other planets? I do. But do I think that <clears throat> what we've been seeing has been UFOs, like outer space aliens? Mm-hmm. What if it's just U.S. military just showing their dick off? Like, hey, we got this shit. There's for sure some of that. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Dude, the way you see toy drones maneuver now, it's exactly how you see UFOs. Like, sudden angles, just dropping, hovering. Mm -hmm. Like, you had a drone, we played with it, and that Mm -hmm. shit just hovers. It'll just hover there. Mm -hmm. And if we want it to drop straight down, it'll drop straight down at a fast rate. And then you have drones even faster than that. Oh, yeah. That'll cut corners, like... It looks like a fly just flying back and forth, right? Up and down. So yeah, no, I don't believe in that shit no more. Well, I believe in UFOs. I just think that some of it is military. That's just my this that's just my conspiracy theory part of this podcast. I didn't think we were gonna get into. I can't get behind this, Jesse. <laughs> I cannot. We're on different ends of the spectrum on this. Phoenix Phoenix Lights was a hoax. It was drones. <laughs> that's what I believe. Okay, so Phoenix Lights, I understand. Right, like could have been something, right? Yeah, but there's, dude, this whole the what the one that got me, and the one that's got me thinking about whatever's happening is the David Fravor story. That tick, oh, the tic tac above the ocean, and it was hovering above something that was underneath the surface of the ocean. That is the one that grabbed me, and I got to think it. This is also what I think about. I think it's the same shit. I'm sure a lot of people, (laughs) yeah, maybe. I I think a lot of people probably have said this already, but um. What really gets me is is the rate of technological advancement, right? Like how quickly we went from computers that were the size, you know, they had hardly any computing power. They were the size of a large room. And then now here we are 70 years later and we got fucking processors in our pockets that have a hundred times or more processing power the processing power of the fucking the the moon lander right so it's like how do how do we how do you possibly in your mind reconcile with that like we went from literally knowing nothing about it to advancing to a point where the rate of advancement is so quick like so fucking fast that the normal consumer can't keep up with it true it doesn't it doesn't make any sense so this phone that i currently hold in my hand i use it for the most basic shit and it probably does way million times more than i know what it does for sure so but go back to the 1600s knights riding horses fucking Mm -hmm. swords wielding all the way up to what let's say 1940, 50, mm-hmm. where they figured out if you put this green piece of plastic 
and you put gold on it mm-hmm. with another piece of plastic, mm-hmm. it's a fucking computer. Mm-hmm. Like, where does that, how does anybody think of that? That's my question. Yeah. What makes you think, like, what came in your head where you're like, this piece of plastic right here, I'm going to put some gold on it. I'm going to put this chip. Like, how do you make a fucking chip a fucking computer? Right. Like, you open up a fucking computer and it's a motherboard. Right. Who thought of that? Right. Not only did they think of it, how do they make it work? Right. So, did there someone had technology and we got a hold of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some shit going on that we don't know about for sure. I can't I can't wrap my head around humans. The guys who a hundred years prior to that computer were still fucking shooting each other for no reason, hanging people um over you know, and still to this day even there's people hanging each other over religion and like whatever kind of whatever kind of ideas they have in their head, right? Bullshit, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like what do you I don't know. Again, I don't know how to reconcile with that. To me it's it's uh it's something else. There's there's outside information for sure getting in. It's just a matter of where is it coming from. You know, this is also the other thing. I'm an idiot, right? So, so am I. <laughs> so when when I think about so this, if you're listening to this, you can't pay it. You can't take what we say literally. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. we're not doctors. For sure, we're not fucking smart. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's our disclaimer for you. Disclaimer. We're morons. So, um. No, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, okay. So think think about this, Isaac Newton, right? Let's let's talk about like the most, like the father of modern physics, right? Probably the father of physics, right? Yeah. So that guy is coming up with these ideas of things like gravity. Um, you know, he's he's imagine being so smart that you can come up with some type of like mathematical equation that explains something that happens in the world. Right. But not only are you doing it, I would say not, not only are you doing it to explain something, but you come up with it out of fucking nothing. Yeah. That's a level of intelligence that I don't fucking understand. So I'm sure there's plenty going on with, you know, technology that, you know, you I'm just I'm just a moron, and I don't get technology you know? or is mushrooms, magic mushrooms. Maybe, man, interdimensional travel, mm. tripping balls. Have you tried it? Fucking shooting off into space with ayahuasca. <laughs> mm. Have you tried mushrooms? No, no, mm. no. I'm a prude, bro. Really? Oh yeah, marijuana only. That's all. Mm. It's the worst I've done. You smoke once oh, upon a once. time. Oh. No, once upon a time. Oh, I did I, a little bit. I recently started doing mushrooms, just a microdose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't feel anything. How often? It, huh? How often would you say you do? So I've done it twice already. Okay. I just so you don't do it a lot. No, no, no. Okay. I just wanted to try it just to make sure. So I took, I took some mushrooms. So how I get them is in pill form. So mm-hmm. they're it's already in capsules. Mm-hmm. So I took one. I was advised to take one if I just wanted to get a little microdose, and I didn't feel anything. You're going to prison right now. Just oh, something. oh no! Fuck it. <laughs> so I didn't feel anything. Um, if anything, I felt better. Mm-hmm. I just felt more clear-headed, but like no, 
no color changing, no fucking interdimensional travel space shit. But mm-hmm. they said take five of them, you'll be seeing God. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, microdosing is exactly that. It's I'm, a small dose of psilocybin that is activating your brain. Mm-hmm. It's, to act, it's to wake your brain up. Yeah, for sure. And I felt like I did that. I don't know. So I, I actually took some yesterday. I took one yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... I think like an hour later, I'm walking around my house and I don't know if it was just psychological in my head, but everything felt enhanced. Like my vision felt enhanced. Like if I was looking at everything super high def, like my vision just got better. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah. But like, like I said, no color, nothing popped out there was no color changing or anything it's just everything was like super heightened uh we're driving you know because we're uh i forgot where we went probably going to target or something and as i'm driving i hear my daughter my two-year-old oh, no. no 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 like she was eating crackers so mm-hmm. i hear the bag i hear her picking up the cracker and like she's chewing on it i hear my 17-year-old in the back, and she was playing with the straw, just like the paper, so I can hear her crumbling up. I hear my wife doing whatever and the radio, so, like, I'm hearing everything. And usually, I'm just getting older now, so I get in, I don't say I would get anxiety, but just all that noise, just, just so much commotion, I couldn't deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I guess since I took that microdose, like, it was like, this is cool. Like, I can actually hear shit better. Like, it didn't freak me out as much as I would have. Okay. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was more clear, and I, I just felt better. Yeah. So, maybe maybe I'll be brave and take uh, two of them at once. Why did, why did you take it initially? What what? Was, what's the reason? Curiosity? It's not much curiosity. I've just been learning about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people who take it, they say they feel much better. Sure. Um, That's curiosity, right? Yeah. While being a tattoo artist, I encounter a lot of people mm-hmm. and a lot of people with different ideas and they do different stuff. Like I tattoo doctors, I tattoo lawyers, I tattoo fucking firefighters. Um, and a lot of people said that they'll microdose. So mm-hmm. I was like, figure fuck it. it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. So I'd, I'd rather do that and like smoke weed. I don't smoke. Yeah. I just, yeah, smoking weed does the opposite, makes you paranoid. Uh, <clears throat> I guess depending on. I guess smoking. depending on who it is, but I just never felt like it. Just, it just wasn't for me, so I don't do that. Yeah. I'd rather drink and I'll microdose. I like it. Yeah. So, well, it's mainly because I don't feel anything, okay. and I just do it for just the. I just want my brain to fire in all cylinders. And I guess sure. that's what it did. Yeah. So, I'm good with that. That's my extent of drug use. Yeah. <laughs> whatever i mean I, I, dude i don't have so i don't really do anything right i'm right like i said i'm a prude but i have no qualms with people doing whatever the fuck they want to do no i don't give a fuck do what you yeah. want yeah as long as, as long as it ain't affecting me or other people that's the yeah. way i feel man like do you yeah like you know you see these people on the street you know they're doing whatever they that's them fuck them let them do what they want that's yeah. their life it, it gets it does get wishy-washy with heroin and meth, things like that, where they're destroying their lives. That's that's a that's a whole. But you don't think that's their choice? Those choices that they've made. 
I didn't tell them to take heroin. Sure. I didn't push them. I didn't, I didn't do any. That's those are their choices they made in life. Well, you, it is their choice, right? Right. But the problem is, is some people are prone to addiction, right? That's, um, I think that's the, that's the difficulty of it because you, you, you have a person who would otherwise function normally in society to some degree. And then you put them on like at the very end of a spectrum, you know, when you talk, when you're talking about using any substances, right? Right. You put them on the end, the very far, like the fringe of that spectrum, because that, that is the most destructive hands down when you're smoking or shooting up heroin or whatever you're doing math, that shit fucks you up, dude. And it traps you. So that's a, that's a thing, man. Like, I think that if there was anything that, that, you know, let's say like the DEA should be focusing on, it's that it's those hard drugs. Like, fucking weed man mushrooms (laughs) like when's the last time you saw a dude on mushrooms who was like in a store you know with a gun trying to kill everybody you know what i mean that shit doesn't happen not once maybe they i don't know they probably go a little crazy maybe talking to themselves or some weird shit but not even that yeah yeah no everybody makes choices in life and that's theirs yeah you know I've been in many situations where drugs are offered and it was my choice not to take it. And I didn't. Sure. So. Well, there is choices. There is choices, but I choose not to do that. So there's that. Yeah. So like I said, man, everybody makes their own choices in their own life. No one pushes them to do anything. Yeah. So. Well, you should, I think, yeah, definitely let people do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, as long as it's not destroying people's lives, you know, I think that's, that's, that should be the kicker, right? That should be the thing we pay attention to. Like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> do that because you're not going to come out of that rabbit hole. You no, know, a you healthy won't. person. No, you won't. It's weird, man. Like, so I've worked with a lot of people, blue collar jobs, right? You work with people who've done drugs and who've, you know, done some wild shit right tell some wild stories and those people are just different they're different now you know than probably what they were um well they've experienced a lot of shit yeah they experienced a different life than we would have experienced yeah and a lot of times they're like they're hard people man well yeah really hard people i think that's that's what's in a way i don't know this is gonna sound crazy it's gonna sound weird like in a way I envy that a little bit because I think we all cuz they had the balls to do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's like yeah. so 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 we get trained from like I wrote a, a paper on this in college about how um the facade that we put up, right? And like how people like you're told from a very young age how to act right. and you're reminded constantly and it's beating your head, beating your head, beating your head, right? And how to behave, societal norms, all this stuff, right? Go to school. Yeah. Go and, to college, get a good job. Yeah. And then everybody ends up at a certain point where they, where they have, they have the person who they've developed and who mm-hmm. they've trained themselves to be right. over the years. Right. But then we also have the thing in our heads. We, I, I guess that's the ego and the self, right? So you have the ego and then you have the self. So the self is not calling the shots. The ego calls the shots your whole life. Right. right. Unless you can somehow deconstruct it and rebuild, right? Which is 
extremely difficult thing to do. Not very many people are able to do it. So to me, I feel like some of these people who like, they go out, they fucking get addicted to drugs. They live this crazy <laughs> life. They do this wild shit. They're being, they're doing them, right? Like yeah. that's to, yeah, exactly. I think to a degree, that's like who they are who on they the inside, yeah, right? Yeah. Cause we're all just fucking wild animals on the inside. So for me, that's what I, I when I look at, when I look at that, I just think like that, I envy that because those people were not afraid to just do their fucking thing. Do what they wanted to yeah, do. Do their yeah. thing, man. Yeah. And if you get out of it alive, more power to you. Awesome. You know, it, but unfortunately, cases, I want to know their story. And I know one guy and he's actually a really cool, cool dude. Very cool dude. Who's been on heroin and was able to get off of it. Okay. And he told me his little story and dude, I'd congratulate that guy. <clears throat> Cause he did it, man, to fucking have the courage to do what he did. Be on heroin. And to get off of it, yeah, fuck. And I've heard a couple little stories from him. So, yeah, man, good for him. And now he's living a good life. Yeah. So, well, some people turn around, man. They do. I have I have an idea for a guest to bring on. Who's oh? So I, th- I think we should. We'll talk about it. When we're we'll done. talk about it. But perfect, kind of the perfect person to bring in. Super cool guy. You know. I do. Yeah, you'll know. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But uh, anyways, man, it's been an hour, so I think we should wrap it up. All right. We talked about a lot of stupid bullshit. We did. Talked about uh, UFOs and heroin out people and just life in general. The worst podcast ever. (laughs) It's the worst. It's fine. And if you're still listening, hey, thank you. Thanks for listening this long. Yeah. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. All right, Josh. Thank you. All right, brother. Peace out. Peripherally hit me with the mind game. Subliminally let me know that we can play. Got good sense to know the dose you got. You let me all.